This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. Have I made a big mistake? Have I been talking about ChatGPT and and MidJourney just entirely too much and I've let you, my audience, down by not talking about some crazy powerful tools? Maybe. That's what today's episode is for, Uh, to tell you some amazing AI tools that you've probably never heard of. All right, so I hope you're excited. Before we get into that, just a reminder, if you're joining us live, thank you. I want you to know that there's so much information that I just left in the comments. So if you're joining us live, uh, we have we have 80 plus episodes uh, of Everyday AI. So if you're new to the show, click that and catch up. If you're joining us uh, on the podcast, thank you for listening on uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever else. But make sure to check your show notes every single day. But today especially, uh, some some great things that I'm going to be linking there uh, later today. So let's get to it. Let's talk about the news first. Let's talk about what's going on in the world of AI news. All right. So um, school's in session. Yeah. And that means a lot of AI and chat GPT news. So a new uh, piece from Politico, uh, Politico is showing that schools were once trying to keep chat GPT out, but now they're finally starting to embrace it. Um, and, and starting to integrate it into the classroom, which I'm very excited about. So uh, make sure you check that out in the newsletter today. Uh, also, a kind of related story, uh, an opinion piece from The Hill, essentially saying that the U.S. higher education system is completely off the rails and irreparable because of AI and ChatGPT. So kind of looking at both sides of the coin. Uh, next story, NVIDIA is, yes, they're selling a $40,000 GPU chip and they can't sell it fast enough. They can't keep up with demand. So uh, check that out. But you, you know, we talked about NVIDIA a couple of times on this show and how important I personally think they are uh, to the US economy and to generative AI. So make sure to check that story. Yes, they're selling a uh, $40,000 uh, GPU chip that powers all of these generative AI systems that we use. Um, and they're selling them like hotcakes. All right, last piece of AI news. 11 Labs came out with a V2. So 11 Labs is a text-to-speech service, one of the most popular, um, and they just released V2, which is much higher quality, much more inflection in the voice, uh, also multilingual, up to 30 languages. Uh, so pretty pretty big news from 11 Labs, uh, which is one of the, the bigger uh, text-to-speech companies in the game. All right, let's get to it. As a reminder, Maybe I said this, maybe I didn't. My name's Jordan Wilson. This is Everyday AI. Uh, I'm glad you could join us. We do this every single weekday, Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. We help everyday people like you and me keep up with what's going on in the world of AI, all these tools and how we can actually use them. So like I said at the top of the show, sometimes I feel I talk about ChatGPT a little too much or runway a little too much, mid-journey a little too much, and I'm not giving proper shine uh, or proper attention 
to some other tools, uh, to some other software that I think will be extremely helpful uh, to the everyday AI audience. So speaking of that everyday AI audience, let me know, for those of you joining us live, what is your favorite, what is your favorite uh, piece of software that you use that maybe isn't ChatGPT or Bard or, you know, Cloud2? What's that, that piece of software, that AI piece of software that you use um, that you just find so much value in? We're going to be going over seven of them, seven amazing ones today. But first, as always, wanted to shout out those joining us live. Uh, Michael, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Woozy tuning in. Athena saying good morning. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Harvey Castro joining us as always. Appreciate it. Uh, Mercy saying good morning. We have a lot of people joining us. Uh, Let's see. Melissa. Melissa wants more, I think. Uh, Drew, former guest saying what's up. All right. And I agree. I show up every single day to do this. Thank you. Thank you, Drew. All right. Let's get into this. We already have some people dropping some of their uh, favorite AI tools. Uh, Let me tell you this. I did a lot of research for this show, if I'm being honest. Um, And it was pretty hard. It was pretty hard to narrow a list down to seven, if I'm being honest. So um, something you may not know about me, I am a software junkie. I have more software subscriptions, more SaaS subscriptions than I'd like to admit. Um, yeah, and I get people all the time now that you know we have a, um, an AI-based show and, and you all are supporting it. Thank you so much. But now I get all the time people reaching out, um, people with new AI tools and they want to come on the show and they're trying to get feedback. So I have tried in my lifetime hundreds with an S pieces of AI software. There's that many. Uh, We do a five-minute roundup every single day. And these are some of my favorites. But like I said, I had a list of finalists of about 20 and trying to get it down to seven. So if you want the full list, go ahead right now in the comments. um, Just type in send. All right, just type in send. I'll send you the full list um, probably by tomorrow because there's two others that I want to include. They didn't make the top seven. But I had about a list of 20, and I have a lot of information, who they're good for, uh, just easy, um, an easy way to explain the features and benefits of all these different tools. So um, if you're joining us live, just type in send. I'll send it to you tomorrow. I don't want to spam everyone. Uh, And if you're listening on the podcast, same thing. In the show notes, there's always a way that you can email me, connect with me on LinkedIn. Just go ahead and just say send. You don't even have to say anything else. Just say send, and I'll send it over your way. All right. Uh, One last. Before, before we get going, a little bit of a, a buildup here, guys. So um, just as a reminder, we have a super, super good show tomorrow. I'm excited. Uh, so um, Mark DeGrasse is the president of Digital Marketer. So he's going to be joining the show, sharing some AI secrets to supercharge your marketing. If you don't know Digital Marketer, they are, I mean, essentially anyone in in sales, marketing, small business owners, you've probably heard and learned from Digital Marketer. They are one of the biggest names out there in marketing, advertising, communication. So super excited to have Mark, the president of the company, on the show tomorrow. That's going to be a great one. But without further ado, let's get into it. Let's talk about the top seven amazing AI tools you've probably never heard of. All right, we're going to start at the top, DID. It's not the easiest name 
or the easiest thing to remember because sometimes I think uh, AI tools are acronym soup. But DID definitely stands out above a lot for its uh, some of its unique features. So uh, they kind of actually, uh, at least on their homepage, market themselves almost as a um, synthesia. So that the other thing, guys, I'm going to be dropping like like name dropping a lot of other tools. A lot of them are in this document. We're going to be sharing about some others in the newsletter, so don't worry. Uh, so so uh, DID kind of positions itself like uh, just talking avatars, right? Uh, pretty pretty realistic, as you can see on the screen if you are joining us. Um, and as a reminder to people on the podcast, I am sharing my screen. I'm going to do my best to describe what's going on. But uh, what I actually think um, is a little more impressive uh, with uh, DID is just their avatars. So um, you, yes, there are realistic ones, but as I'm showing on my screen now, you can um, you can upload voice audio, type in your own text, but you can also create very realistic um, avatars. So text to voice or text to video. Um, and the, the, the quality of these is fantastic. It's also a little scary, right? This was one of those tools that kind of, you know, uh, probably six to eight months ago was really going viral because you had these very lifelike creatures with very realistic voices. Um, and it caught a lot of people's attention, but it also kind of scared people. Uh, but that is one of the features that I think is really great about uh, about DID. Um, and then another one, uh, and, and, and there's a lot of different use cases uh, for this, but they also have what they call chat DID, uh, which is essentially kind of the similar thing where you could create um, an avatar for your company. So instead of a chat bot, you can create a smart, uh, think of like a, a version of, of GPT um, and have an actual avatar uh, for for your brand, for your company, talk to people in real time. Pretty cool. Um, yes. Uh, Dr. Harvey Castro says, we need a show on DID. He says it's uh, cool and he uses it at times. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And there are so many use cases, but I got to get to all seven of these. So DID, uh, number one on the list. Also, I should I, I I should have started with this. These are not necessarily my favorite seven uh, AI tools. These are not the ones uh, that I use most. I've used I think everything on this list pretty pretty um pretty consistently. But these are the seven that I think um, for our audience because our audience uh, you, you know we have uh, big business leaders, we have small business CEOs, we have marketers. Uh, we have uh, solopreneurs. We have so many different people tuning into the show. So I think these are the seven uh, most useful and flexible um, different AI tools that can be uh, used across a variety of ways uh, to, to market, grow your business, grow your career. Uh, and I'm going to hope to try to speak on that to all of these and, and talk about some use cases here. So, uh, all right, let's keep going. Jasper. Number two. All right. And I kind of feel bad because I have name dropped Jasper once or twice on the show before. Should have had its own episode because it's a great tool. All right. And we've been using Jasper since the week it came out, which I think was late. It was either late 2020 or early 2021. 
Um, so Jasper was actually formally called Jarvis. Um, so shout out, shout out to the CEO, uh, Dave, who's very hands-on with the community, but, uh, it is, uh, think of, think of it like this. If GPT-4 and a Word doc combined. So the thing that I really like about Jasper, it is very intuitive to use. You know, one thing, yes, I talk about chat GPT a, a whole lot, uh, but I, I'm not a fan of the, the interface, uh, it's not the easiest, you know, user interface, user experience. Jasper is fantastic when it comes to that. Uh, they have something called a power editor where essentially, uh, you know, you can choose different features uh, on the left side. You can work on, an, <clears throat> work on it in the middle and then on the right hand side, kind of build your document. But the thing that I, that I like about Jasper, and it is uh, connected to GPT-4, so, you, you know, you do have... Um, kind of that that writing power or writing depth that you would want or expect out of a high quality, uh, you know, GPT or AI writing assistant. But the thing that I really like is you can work inside of a document, right? So you can take an existing document, bring it in. Um, you know, you can use AI between paragraphs. Um, and there's great easy Jasper uh, commands that you can use and just talk to Jasper like a human. Um, so you can have uh, in your head, you could bullet point. Um, an email, or you could bullet point a blog post, and then you can just tell Jasper, hey, turn this into a thousand word blog post in this tone, right? So it's something that, uh, you know, if you're a chat GPT power user and you haven't used any other GPT tools, I think Jasper is a great one because it's a very familiar experience to work inside of a document and to be able to use uh, kind of uh, the things that you probably have, have grown to love the features of ChatGPT and, and how flexible it is. But being able to have that in a document with a better uh, user interface is fantastic. Uh, Jackie, great question. And please keep the questions coming, y'all. Um, is there a free version of Jasper for students? Uh, I don't believe so. So I'm actually turning uh, turning my head here to look on my other screen. I don't think that there is a um Oh, I stand correct. I think there is a seven-day trial, but I don't think there's a free plan, Jackie. Um, but, so, sorry, couldn't pull that one. Uh, and yes, okay, hard, okay. Dr. Harvey Castro says he personally finds Jasper expensive and he's just using ChatGPT. Yeah, uh, they did drop the price recently, uh, I believe. Here, we can we can find out live, y'all. I, I think it is 49... Oh, maybe they changed the price. Oh, uh, it starts at $39 a month. So yeah, depending on how much you use it, that might be worth it. It might not. All right, let's keep moving on. And please keep the questions coming. I hope uh, I hope some of these AI tools, maybe you haven't heard of them. It looks like some of you have, uh, but I got a couple others. All right, let's talk about Pictory. I think it's like victory, but with a P. Uh, in a cute little purple octopus. All right, so this is great for content marketers. Uh, so essentially what Pictory does, and I'm gonna kind of scroll here, but you can enter a script, right? And from a written script, you can create a fairly high quality uh, video that you can use, right? Uh, complete with, with, with cuts, uh, it lines up to your, um, to the words that are in your script, you know, obviously you can go from, you know, combine different tools and techniques so you could write a script, uh, from chat GPT and bring it into, to Pictory and create a pretty good, 
um, AI generated video that matches up to the descriptions. Uh, this, this tool has been around for quite a while, but it's kind of really grown in popularity. Uh, you know, people, uh, you know, people do these kind of, uh, what's it called? The faceless, uh, YouTube channels. And I know a lot of people use Pictory for that. So maybe, uh, maybe you have a lot of great information to share about your company, or maybe you're just uh, trying to start something up or have a little side hustle. And maybe you don't want to put your face on camera for whatever reason. If you have great information, you can get pretty good uh, videos uh, with Pictory. Uh, yeah, so Michael says missing AppSumo's Pictory sale will haunt me for the rest of this year, at least. Yeah, so um, there are a lot of uh, different softwares and, and tools. We we should talk about this. Not all of these are free. You know, some of them um, some of them might ha- have started on a software platform that would sell something for a one-time price. Um, and then after that, it's, it's kind of like a monthly, uh, monthly subscription for a lot of these. So, uh, thank you for some of, uh, for some of you in the comments that are pointing this out. Um, but yes, some of these have free trials, but most of them, yes, you are going to have to pay for these monthly, but I think a lot of them are worth it. If I'm being, if I'm being honest, um, again, if they fit your use case, I think a lot of these are going to be worth it. All right. So Pictory, I believe that was our number three. All right. So let's go to number four. Well said labs. Well said labs is crazy when it comes to text to speech. It is by far, I think, the most realistic text-to-speech platform that is ava- publicly available, right? Um, I, I, I think that Google uh, has their SoundStorm, uh, which is going to be great, but I don't believe it's available yet. They announced it a couple months ago. Um, and also, like I, like I talked about at the top of the show, uh, Eleven Labs actually just released their V2 uh, less than – this was just a couple hours ago. So um, – I still have to do a comparison for the V2 of uh, 11 labs versus WellSaid, but WellSaid labs, the, uh, the amount of control that you have in this text-to-speech platform is outstanding. Um, I, I never know if this is going to work. I'm going to play a little two to three second clip. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it. I'm going to try, uh, but we'll see uh, if you can hear this, this text-to-speech here. Thank you for joining us for our overview of mediation. In this introductory series, we'll explore the purpose of mediation and the role of a mediator. Hey, this is Jordan, the host of Everyday AI. I've spent more than a thousand hours inside ChatGPT and I'm sharing all of my secrets in our free Prime Prompt Polish ChatGPT course that's only available to loyal listeners like you. Here's what Lindy, who works as an educational consultant, said about the PPP course. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting the results from ChatGPT that I needed and wanted. And after taking the PPP course, I now realized that I was not priming correctly. So I will be heading back into ChatGPT right now to practice my priming, prompting, and polishing. Everyone's prompting wrong, and the PPP course fixes that. If you want access, go to podppp.com. Again, that's podppp.com. Sign up for the free course and start putting ChatGPT to work for you. All right, so I don't know if you could hear that, but the quality 
of of well said labs is outstanding, right? Uh, like I said, I do have to do some uh, comparisons with uh, Eleven Labs with this uh, the V two version with Wellsad, but uh, and, and and there's so many different use cases I think for um, for Wellsad Labs. So maybe you have um, a podcast, maybe you want uh, if you have a great blog and you want an audio option. Uh, so if someone uh, lands on your blog post and you want someone to be able to listen to it instead of uh, read it, right? So there's a lot of different use cases for text-to-speech platforms. Uh, I think well said is, is one of the best. Um, uh, Dr. Harvey Castro, does well said labs beat 11 labs version one? Yes. Version two, I don't know, but I believe it does. Just the, the amount of control that you have in well said labs is fantastic. I, like, I know that um, a lot of their customers are in uh, kind of, very creative roles. So like they have a lot of uh, video game uh, customers, uh, people who do, uh, you know, movies, animation. So the quality and how you can tweak the voices is is pretty, pretty impressive. Um, where I think, uh, I'll say this, 11 Labs, don't get me wrong, extremely high quality. It's, it's kind of like 1A and 1B. Uh, so great, great question there. Uh, does this compare? Uh, so Juliet asking, does this compare with Speechify? It's in another league. Um, Speechify is a good tool. Um, well said labs is in another league. Can you clone your voice on well said labs? Another question. I am not sure. I will check and let you know. Um, yeah, Dr. Harvey Caster, I know that uh, he cloned, cloned his voice for a podcast with 11, uh, 11 labs. So he just dropped the link there. All right, let's keep going. A couple other tools. And let me know what questions do you have. Are any of these tools help so, uh, helpful so far? Which one do you guys think would you use so far? We've, we, we've gone through a couple. Uh, DID uh, for some very, very good purposes, creating avatars and having them to be able to talk and kind of be a spokes, spokesperson. We talked about Jasper, which is great for content creation. Uh, Pictory uh, to, to be able to create high quality uh, YouTube videos just from a text, uh, text prompts or text script. Uh, we talked about well said labs, which I think is probably the best, uh, publicly available, uh, text to speech platform. Next, but not least, this isn't last, but meet geek. All right. This is where I talk about time, time. How many of you all spend too much time in meetings? Anyone out there? Does it ever feel like your day is just back to back to back to back meetings? And if you're not meeting, you're probably doing something that was required of you either to prepare or follow up in a meeting, right? Sending an email with action items, something like that. This is why I love MeetGeek. I've been using MeetGeek for years. Um, so MeetGeek does this. It will join your Zoom meetings for you. So similar to uh, something like Otter AI is another popular one. Uh, the reason I really like MeetGeek is it will give you a lot of information after your meeting. Yes, it gives you the transcript, fine, right? Um, no big deal. And you can watch the video of the meeting as well. So if someone's sharing something, uh, something on the screen, 
And you can very easily search for things that people talked about, right? And watch the video during that time. All great, but there's so many platforms that do that. Uh, the thing I really like about MeetGeek is you'll see here, it gives you AI meeting minutes. This is such a time saver, such a time saver, because before this technology, I would type, right? I'm a former journalist. I would type almost every important thing someone said, because you know whether it's working with clients, prospective client, whatever, an interview, I would want to make sure that I got almost everything that was said. And then I would go through and read my notes and, you know, do action items, follow up insights. The AI meeting minutes does it all for you. It gives you a, an action item list based on what people say, uh, say it, it talks about sentiment, you know, things that went well, uh, things that are neutral, things that didn't go well. Uh, so it's such a great tool especially if you spend a lot of time in meetings. So I will say this, an AI meeting assistant, I think is probably the number one thing that most of you out there should go ahead and find the one that works for you, right? Yes, a lot of these things are um, give you new capabilities or uh, allow you to take your, your, your current skills a little further. I think having an AI meeting assistant, something like MeetGeek, is one of the things that's going to instantly give you your time back, right? Uh, you know, I, I think that the everyday person is being asked to do more and more in their role, and a lot of it involves meetings. Uh, so, MeetGeek, love it. I'm a huge fan. I've been using it for a couple years, um, and 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 just being able to have those uh, AI recaps is is something that is uh, very very helpful. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, Maybrit says MeetGeek would be perfect for beta user interviews, adding it to, to your list. Yeah. I love it. Maybrit, I love uh, MeetGeek. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of my most used uh, AI softwares, and I have a lot. All right. We're going we're gonna to get wrapping up here, y'all, because uh, just, just two more on the list. So perplexity. I should talk about perplexity more. I don't. I have mentioned it a couple times on the show. The thing I like about perplexity, it is, I would say, a combination of chat GPT and Google, okay? So I'm just going to do a quick example. I didn't want to demo a lot of things. Um, I'm just going to say breathtaking. Sure, there's some, uh, there's some uh, suggested searches. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say breathtaking adventure books about Africa, just so you can kind of see. So, uh, the thing I really like about perplexity is the co-pilot feature. Uh, they do have, uh, a free version and I think you can get up to five co-pilot searches in perplexity. Um, the thing that I really like, and you'll, you'll, you'll kind of see on the screen here is it is, you get the, the GPT four. So the co-pilot with, with limited searches on the free plan, you get a handful of those every four hours. So five every four hours, I believe. Um, and it is GPT-4. And you get the thing that I love is it is so well sourced out of the box. So, you know, people always uh, worry, and I get it, when using a large language model like ChatGPT or Bard or Cloud about hallucinations. So anytime I'm doing heavy large language model work, you know, I have two screens and my screens are split in half. Right, so I have four chats open at any time. Two to three will always be ChatGPT, um, and usually one will always be Perplexity because I like to source things, I like to double check things, and Perplexity is one of the best ways to do it. 
Um, and you can kind of see here, it, it, it really, I think, brings the best of both worlds. And it tells you right here, it says, considering 15 sources. Uh, this is one of the fastest ways for anyone out there to research and learn a new topic and combine this with chat GPT plugins and you are well on your way. Perplexity is a very useful tool. You can use their search. Um, I know someone else mentioned, uh, you know, using their, their Chrome extension. Uh, I think that's, yeah, uh, Dr. Harvey Castro here just said, love the perple uh, Perplexity um, Chrome plugin. It's fantastic. So if you haven't used or heard of Perplexity, there's a pretty good free plan, I think. Um, and it is a great way to source your information. So uh, most people, because they haven't gone through the PPP class, if you've gone through Prime Prompt Polish, um, you're probably not getting many hallucinations if you're following our method, right? But if not, chat AI chats lie all the time, literally all the time. So perplexity is a great, um, you, you know, I don't think it's going to do as well, you know, if you want it to create long blog posts, things like that, but it's great um, to source and to fact check things. All right. Last but not least, beautiful AI, right? So we talked about, I wanted this list to focus on things that the everyday person does a lot of, right? So creating content, Jasper, great tool. Um, you know, around marketing and sales, I think DID, Pictory, great for those things, right? Um, well said labs, I think gives you a lot of flexibility in, in different areas. Um, meet geek gives you your time back. Uh, perplexity, I think just helps you fact check a lot of things. And this is great to use. It saves you time. Beautiful AI. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm falling for their marketing a little bit, but it's beautiful. It's, it creates, uh, presentations with AI, essentially text to presentation. Um, and there's, there's a lot of them that do that. Uh, you know, Tome is another great one, but I wanted to highlight uh, beautiful AI. So I'm going to kind of show you on the screen here, kind of like examples that they have. So, you know, you can type in something uh, as simple as word cloud of the name of the planets, which I just clicked. And it is, it right there just created a word cloud of the name of the planets. So this is, uh, I think, Beautiful AI, again, paid tools. Almost all of these are paid tools. Some of them have uh, free plans or you know limited time previews. But something like this, I think, is so important because yes, you have your tools like Midjourney, which you can do text to image, you know, and then you have your large language models, which can give you text to text. So think of beautiful AI as text to graphics or text to presentation, right? Um, to 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 be able, especially to combine these tools, right? So. Let's say, for whatever reason, um, let's do one that's maybe a little more applicable. So pie chart of market share of social media networks, right? You click it and it's there. So to be able to combine a graphic or graphics like this, let's say you're uh, pitching someone on buying your social media services, right? And you want to you want to convince them in this chart, it, it shows like Facebook has 50% of the market share, right? Um, to be able to combine this then with something like ChatGPT or Midjourney images, you can really create uh, high quality presentations with, with the text and, and corresponding images as well. So there's a lot of different use cases of beautiful AI. Uh, so make sure uh, to, to check out the 
to check out the, the newsletter. We're going to be recapping uh, not just Beautiful AI, but a lot of these other ones as well. All right. With that, I have to take one small sip of coffee. That was a lot. That was a lot. Uh, Juliet said, uh, PPP is such a great class. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, pie, yeah, Kevin Kevin says pie charts are overrated. Uh, I, I agree with that. But, you, you know, one thing, I think Beautiful AI actually does a pretty good job of making good-looking charts, right? You see some on the screen. They're, they're not just boring pie charts. There's, there's some great interactive uh, ones that have some good vis uh, visuals. Uh, Terrence, uh, what's up, TB? Uh, Terrence says, I use Beautiful AI for a presentation and it's worth its money. Yeah, so so many of these tools, right? So many of these tools as, as, as we wrap up here. Yeah, they have paid plans, right? Not all of them are free. However, think of the time savings. Think of, you know, even just to pick one out, which I think is probably gonna give you your best, uh, give you the most time back right away. A tool like MeetGeek or Otter AI, right? That can attend your meetings. It can take, take track of everything that's going on. MeetGeek will give me a summary. It'll say, here's all of the action items. Here's what each person needs to do, right? So yeah. You might have to pay, you know, 20 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month, 40 bucks a month for some of these things. But yeah, like what Jackie says here, that's a crazy time saver. How much is your time worth, right? If you're in meetings all day, I think something like Meet Geek is worth it. It's going to save you maybe hours a day. If you're in a lot of meetings, it's going to save you hours a day. If you're constantly building presentations, something like beautiful AI, like if you're still doing it old school, right? Just working off PowerPoint templates or Google slide templates. Um, not, not only I think will beautiful AI give you better looking, but it's going to save you so much time. You can take all of your info that you have, put it in there, right? So it's not like you're just, you know, leaving it up to random uh, internet AI sorcery. You can enter your own info in there, right? Um, so this was a lot. Brian says, great stuff, Jordan. Thank you for all you do. Thank you, Brian. Um, okay. This is it, y'all. It went a little long. However, like I said, I had a list of about 20. It was very hard for me to whittle this down to seven. Um, and I'm already I'm feeling a little regret because I'm like, man, there are some really cool AI tools that I could have shared about this instead. But uh as you can see how long, like imagine if I did 20, this would have been a three hour podcast. No one, no one wants that. Um, all right. So if you do want the full list, just go ahead, type in, send, uh, in the comments here, I'll send you the full list probably by tomorrow. Cause there's actually two more tools that I wanted to add to that top 20 list. Um, and if you're listening on the podcast, same thing, look in the show notes every single day, we put great resources there. So you can just click to email me and just say, send, I'll know what that means. I'll send, I'll send you the list. All right. So as a reminder, join us tomorrow. This is going to be a good one. Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer. Uh, I can't wait for this one. So I hope you join us, not just tomorrow, but I hope you come back every day or more every day. AI. Thanks, y'all. And that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.